welcome to the eighth episode of Cheap Ass Gamer 4 Play. It is July 17th, and we've got some games coming out. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I'm your other host, Mr. Shipwreck, still recovering from the beating that I took last week with you and Wombat. It wasn't a beating. I was only here for half the show. That's true. Got a little better once you left. Not show-wise, but beating-wise. I was going to say, thanks a lot. <laughs> um... Yeah, you got a PlayStation 3, and then I got called into work right after you said, Look, hon, I got a PlayStation 3. It worked out well. It did work out well. I think it's the only time that anyone's been really happy to have their spouse on, on call. It, perfect timing. You missed the part where I was going to tell you that our fourth wedding anniversary is coming up, and the, the contemporary gift is an electronic appliance. That is not our anniversary. So happy that. anniversary. No. No. <laughs> All right. You want to get into last week, what came out that yeah. we didn't cover? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog came out on Xbox Live Arcade, which was kind of odd because last week it also, no, the week before, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 came out for the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, so, some sometime recently it did. So yeah, there's a lot of Sonic games out there. Right. And you ran through this one. It's Sonic. Yeah, I I love the Sonic games. The big difference between Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 is that Sonic 1 doesn't have that power-up charge where you can shoot Sonic off like a Right, it doesn't, it, you can't just power up your dash. Right, yeah. But dash, that was the word I was looking for. Yeah. Come through in a, in a I You know, so sometimes you'll be doing the whole running back and forth thing to get yourself to roll up if you get stuck in a loop or something, which is kind of annoying. But. Well, you also play Sonic... Like you play Mario. Which means collecting all the rings possible. Right. <laughs> Which drives you nuts. Yes, because... You just run through. I just run through the levels. Right. That's no fun. Well, I I explored enough when I was younger, so now I just know well, how the, to Well, the, the ironic fast. thing is that in that level, the bonus levels are those ones where you have to, like, the whole screen turns and you have to right. try not to fall into the center. Mm -hmm. And I'm horrible at it. Or yeah, you, have to you try are. Try to fall into the center, I guess. Yeah, I'm really bad at those chaos emerald bonus levels, and so I work really hard to get as many coins as I can and like get to the bonus level, and then I stink. But anyways, yeah, Sonic, so Sonic it's five dollars. A uh, Golden Axe came out on the Xbox Live Arcade. Right. Yeah. So you could put out two games on the same day. Um, That's a solid game. Yeah, we played a lot of Golden Axe back in the day. Yeah. It's the good thing about this is you can play online co-op. Right, which is definitely key because playing this game by yourself is kind of probably right. Other than a little unfulfilling, right? And you can play it local multiplayer too right. for two players. But uh, other than the achievements and the online play for Golden Axe, these games are both available on the Sega collections. Which is a common theme of a lot of games that come out. We always mention the Sega collections, but right. So. I don't know. If you're into the achievements, I guess maybe they're worth $5 each. Yeah. Or, eh. We'll we didn't, probably get it. We'll probably get what? Sonic. Okay, I was thinking we might get Golden Axe. So we'll probably get both of them. Okay. Okay, come on. You are the biggest achievement whore there is, so you'll totally want to get the achievements for Sonic. They're just there for the taking. I'm surprised we don't own it already. I'm out of points right now. i got to get some points tomorrow. See, there's we'll, the problem. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, and then Nucleus for the PlayStation Network. Yes, out. I tried this out because they actually put out a demo for this one. And it's another Geometry Wars style 
move with the left analog stick, shoot with the right analog stick. You are inside a person's body, I guess, is the Oh, okay, is the that's theme. where the nucleus part comes in. Right, and you can push around these little cell walls, or cells to form cell walls to make shields, and you're like shooting at bacteria to get the protein to power up. Uh, it's a lot like Newton Storm Reloaded on the 360. Yeah, see, for me, it'd be kind of like if I said, hey, hon, I got this game where you get to, you know, run CAD in the game, and you're an engineer, so it should be entertaining, but it, it's just kind of... Well, this one's kind of like the inner space thing where you're a little spaceship inside the person and you're fighting. I guess it's a spaceship. I didn't even pay attention to what it was. <laughs> but I played through the demo. It's okay. But it, for $10, I don't see why you... you don't would... see it catching on? Not really. I mean, there's so many of these out right now. And honestly, it it's a lot harder to justify the $10 when there's no achievements. You're right. You there's... are. Yeah, you're really all about I'm the a little bit hooked on the achievements. But I, I'm going to buy Super Stardust HD. I just didn't buy that because they raised the price on it from one day to the next. I know. You were pretty mad. It went up to, what, 8 It was $8, it was $8 and then it went up 10? to $10 when I was getting ready to buy it. But I'm going to buy it this week probably. Yeah. Because I've heard good things about, about it. Well, that's good. Yeah. So moving on to Down With The Ships. Yeah, what well, we have actually been playing. Everyone knows that we got a PlayStation 3 last week. And as part of your punishment for not talking to me about buying the PlayStation 3, it is now my personal chick flick viewer because our local blockbuster has lots of Blu-rays for rent. And, of course, the chick flicks are all there because who really wants to watch a chick flick on Blu-ray? I mean, when you could be watching Mission Impossible 3 or uh, what was the other one that GoldenEye or um, Bond? Casino Royale. Casino Royale. No, those movies are gone. But you know what's in? Catch and Release and The Holiday. Two chick flicks. And that is what I rented. And that is what I watched. And you have to admit, I'm probably one for two on those movies, because... The Holiday was okay. It was good. It was... It was... It was good and okay. It was... It was very entertaining. It was entertaining. Okay. I liked the actors in that one better. Catch and Release is just downright depressing. That one wasn't very good. No. Uh, but anyway, so right, that's so, what we've been doing. Yeah, and then I watched Talladega Nights as well. Right, because that came with it. Right, and that'll be leaving our house shortly, I believe. Probably. <laughs> Once was enough. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a good Blu-ray player. It is. That's what we've done so far. Well, we've also played Untold Legends Dark Kingdom. Right, I picked that up this week at uh, Game Rush. I don't know how far into it we are, but it's good. We're a few out. We're probably three hours into it or so. It's good. I mean, it's not quite up to, well, I can't even say quite. It's not Champions or Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I don't know, even know if I would call it good. It's, it's playable. It just seems so simplified. Like, when we go through and there's, like, occasional chests, and the the thing that I really liked about Champions and the Baldur's Gate is you would find really awesome weapons, and it really made a difference. I think you and I could have been playing through so far with nothing. No well, armor. Yeah, we, we would have... it's not a very challenge. We're playing on normal. Maybe we should have bumped it up one. But you don't get to change weapons at all. No. You just get to add, like, these... Stuff to your ru- ...runes and stuff to it. Right. And that not... changes it a little bit. And then you're... You get to add armor that you pick up, but there's no, like... 
we haven't come across any armor that's been so much better that you're like, wow. And that kind of takes yeah. the fun out of it. Yeah, and... And There's you can't no... sell the stuff that you get. You can't sell. Like, so if you get a whole bunch of extra stuff, you couldn't, like, you know, you'd pick up a bunch of crappy armor and then you'd sell it to somebody and then you'd take all the money and buy something really good. You can't do that. There's no shops. And that. Well, you can, you can purchase stuff at the save point. Anytime you come to a save point, you can purchase stuff. With essence. With essence. And. There's no money. But there's nothing really that exciting to buy it either. And the graphics, they're not. They're not it's that a PlayStation great. 2 game. Yeah, it's a PlayStation 2 gra- game, graphics-wise. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I mean, I guess... I don't know. It's just... I mean, you know what a huge, huge fan I am of Champions and Baldur's Gate. And I love those games. And I'm totally disappointed that that company no longer exists. Well, this is the same company that did uh, I Champions. I know, but what happened? I think they just had to rush it. To get it out in time for the launch of the PS3? It's just not as good. So I mean, it's not even little, as good I mean, as their... Uh, they had the Untold Legends on PSP, and those are better than, than this is, too. I mean, I would come home, and we'd be like... As soon as I got home, it was like, okay, let's eat, and I want to I want to play Champions. I just... I haven't really been looking forward to playing this game. I mean, it's not like I'm... I don't want to play it. It's just not something that I, I'm so into it that I have to play it. You know, when you get a really good game, and you're like, oh, I have to go play this game. Right. Yeah, I've been reading a lot more. You have been reading a lot this week, but we won't get into that too much. No. I don't think. But anyway, if that, I don't think this that, is that, the Cat Who po- podcast. No, shut up. No, but this is that's a good gauge of how into that game I am. And it's yeah, I mean, very... it's a shame because we love those type of games where we can play co-op on them, and they just don't make as many of them, and so. We're gonna try them, even if they're this caliber. I feel like if we could play co-op. On Oblivion. That I think I would like. Well, yeah. Anything Oblivion related is good. Yeah. But it's not. I Anyway, okay, I'm just, now I'm getting depressed. But you have been playing a lot of Raymond Rabbids, and you've liked that game. It was okay. I, I played all the way through the story mode. Okay, see, we're not, we're not being positive. I mean, there's... Well, when a game... Really makes me feel positive about it. I'll say something. There were positive. rabbits with plungers on their. Well, fingers. I did like that. We talked about that last week. That I liked the humor of it, uh, but I played through the story mode, and it's gone. And it it's gone because anymore. I was playing through some of the challenge stuff because there's some achievements right, involved with those. You know, we've already covered. You're an achievement whore. Don't bother if you're an achievement whore. After the story mode, you can get a couple more achievements. But they're pretty hard. But after that, it's just too time consuming and difficult. So that got traded back into Game Rush for the twenty eight fifty or whatever. That got put towards Untold Legends. And Onimusha? Uh, Onimusha, yes. yes. I'm still playing uh, Donna Dreams. I transferred all my save files over to the PS3. So I put that in, and I'm surprised at how good it looks on the PS3. It does That's, look a lot better. Yeah, it it looks really good. I wasn't all that impressed graphically when you first put that game in, but on the PlayStation 3 it does look a lot better. So, yeah, and I'm still enjoying it. I put put a, another couple hours into it. Yeah, you play that when I'm not home. Yeah, and, so I don't get to see much of it. And I finally finished Etrian Odyssey. That's for the good because we've been talking about it. Um, this is our eighth show, so that's eight weeks. And you talked about I talked about it every week since then. Every week. So this was the first. This is like the anniversary of not talking about that game. Or next week will be. Right. I found out. After the show last week, 
that I was right at the last boss and I didn't realize it. So it only took me like 10 more minutes to finish the game. Well, that's good. But you bought me Final Fantasy Fables Chocobo Tales, and I got a little irritated with it very early on and kind of went, eh. But, you know, I asked you to buy it because it was cute, and you like it a lot. Yeah, I was searching around the apartment, and I found out that I hadn't brought any DS games with me yet. Right. So after I finished Etrian Odyssey, I was looking for something to play on the DS. So I grabbed the Chocobo Tales, and I, I think I enjoy this one. I can be positive about this one. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's gotten a little hard. There, you were a little frustrated. Well, it's a good game to kind of like mellow out to because it's got a it's a kind of an RPG, but it, you go through and you you open up these books and they all have uh, like all these classic fables like Tortoise and the Hare mm-hmm. and Ugly Duckling and the Three Little Pigs. Right. Uh, and it's not well. And you made a comment like Tortoise and the Hare. It's not. Tortoise and the Hare, it's... It's it Adamant Toys. Yeah. And I forget who he was racing against. Yeah, but it's, it's all it's all based in the Final Fantasy universe, so that uses all their characters. I haven't played a Final Fantasy game. Right, so I'm more familiar with the characters, right. which might matter a little bit, I don't know. I don't know. But you do all these simple mini-games, and by doing the mini-games, you unlock the stories, which unlock different parts of the overall map, and you get more uh, trading cards. Okay. Which, there's a card battling aspect to this game as well. Which, I'm not a big card battler. We've talked about that before. So, this might be my first game that's involved card battling. Card battling. But you like it. I like it. I think it's pretty simplified card battling. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. So, they're basically used uh, for the bosses. Is the only time you do card battling. Yeah, I hadn't really got to a card battle, I don't think. I don't, I don't know. I didn't get very far into it before... Kind of right before you kind of gave up on it, which I think is probably smart because I was getting frustrated with some of it, and you would definitely get frustrated if you're trying to get the top rating on the mini games. It's uh, really hard. It's extremely difficult, and the cards that you get for your deck, the better you do on the mini games, and the more goals you meet, the better cards you get. But so I would have really bad cards and struggle. Right, but I don't think it matters too much. Because I'm almost done with this game. I'm like on chapter five it's not a or long six. Game. It's probably about ten hours. Um, and I've only been getting like maybe the second best or third best that you can do on the mini games. Yeah. And I've been doing all right. I've been getting through the game. Well, and the way I work with games is I put them in and either it grabs me right away or it doesn't. So I'm not one of those people that really sticks out games, which is probably not the greatest attribute, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it just didn't didn't grab me. I got kind of bored and frustrated. And it is It can be a little bit boring, but I've been playing it at night. It puts me <laughs> to sleep pretty well. Right. Um, but for Final Fantasy fans, I think they should check it out as fan service at least. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely, and I mean really, how much is it now? Uh, it's seventeen dollars at Circuit City. Okay, so I mean it's not like it's gonna break break the bank just by buying it, and that's brand new. So, um, we did get got two games in the mail. Yes, from from, from Cheapy. Cheapy, and you picked them out. Yeah, they were part of the uh, Play Asia was having a big twenty percent off summer sale. Right, so I got two Game Boy Advance games, and they have names, which Ship has conveniently written out for me in the in the um, outline. 
but it's really, I mean, it's, it's better to just call them Crazy Starfish Game and Little Boy with the Tomatoes. Okay. Crazy now, Starfish Game is called, <laughs> what is it, Densetsu, Densetsu no, Densetsu no Staffy. Okay. This game, two thumbs up. Okay. It's, for those of you that played Super Princess Peach, occasionally, very occasionally, you would see this little yellow star fly through the air, and he was hard to catch, and there were a couple illusions, illusions, yeah, sure. in the game to this, and it... I didn't really know that it was a separate character, but apparently these games are, it's a pretty big franchise in Japan. They're up to number four, the one for the, they have one for the DS now. And he swims, and you get various items in the level, and you take, you like find these cool items, and you trade them to like, you know, the crab or the mermaid, and, and you trade for better things, and they teach you how to do stuff, and it's, it's a platform. Mm -hmm. I don't understand any of the dialogue. Okay. Now, this is your first time trying to play an import game at all. Yes. Okay. Well, this is my second time trying to play an import game. <laughs> we're, we're talking about these games in the opposite in order the opposite I tried order. to play them. Okay. This game so is what... totally, totally playable, even if you don't know a lick of Japanese. Okay. It's fun. And, yeah. It's entertaining. I still don't know. I mean, the frustrating I... thing for me is, as we've talked about already, I am one of those people that collects everything. I have no idea what I'm collecting. I have no idea what it's. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very difficult to try and collect everything when you don't read the language. I saw you playing it though. You were getting through it all right. Oh yeah, it's totally. I mean, it's a game that you can get through. It's just I don't like to get through games. I like to hundred percent them. Oh okay. I can't hundred percent this because. I don't even really know what I'm doing. I mean, I don't know, like, what's motivating. <laughs> Look how happy that starfish is, He's though. really happy, but for some reason he needs to help all these people. I don't know why. And currently I'm in this level where I'm inside a whale's body, and I think it's kind of something, like, that they're medically wrong with this whale because he must have eaten something is what I'm getting from the pictures. Okay. But I have no idea why I got sucked into the whale. I'm just there. And I think that the mermaids that I occasionally run into are the save points. Because I don't do anything. Yes, yes. I looked on Game Facts when you were playing it, and those were the checkpoints. Okay, so you the didn't roommates. know that. Yes. Because really, there's nothing that would tell me. So this is good. The other game, which is actually called Tomato Adventure, nothing mm -hmm. like vegetables and such, it looks really, really fun. And it looks like a great adventure game. But, like most adventure games... There's dialogue. You know, you kind of have to know things like, what are you trying to save? What are you looking for? Like, I'll occasionally see these little sparklies on the screen, and I'll look there, and I'll find something. But it doesn't tell you what you found. I mean, it does, but it tells me in Japanese. What I found, I have no idea what it's used for. I can't even find out how to save. Like, it took me a couple times to figure out how to save because I didn't know which. I figured out how to save. Yeah, because you looked up on GameFAQs. So then, ship's, ship's solution to this problem is, I will whip out GameFAQs and I will read to you from the GameFAQ what every... That girl right there, she's your said. girlfriend. That girl's your girlfriend. Here's what she's saying. She's saying, yeah. What were you finding? The most annoying, the most annoying way to play a game. Pacifiers. Pacifiers, that's what you're finding, yes. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it is so annoying to have Ship standing over your shoulder, watching you play, going, Oh, wait, 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 that sign says blah, blah, blah. Okay, keep going. Oh, if you go into that <laughs> building that looks like a shoe and look under the bed, there's a pacifier. We have no idea what we're doing with this pacifier. <laughs> no, and when you go to the menu, I, I'm like, okay, which one is a pacifier? Well, apparently it's like the third thing down or whatever, but the, it's really hard and frustrating. Well, I think this is done by the same team that did uh, like the Mario and Luigi RPGs for the Game which Boy Advance. we have, mm-hmm. but I haven't played it. But the problem is, here's the problem, is that it's so frustrating because it looks really good. Yeah, I don't and know why like, they don't bring these games over here. It's like going, look, I've got this really great game that you are just going to love. And then it's in a language you can't understand. It's just disappointing. And it makes me sad. And, it, you know, I kind of, I can't learn Japanese. Not for a $10 if game, you can't. If in French, I could, I could figure it out. Spanish even, I could wing it. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea. And then, of course, I did figure out how to put my own name in. So my name's in English. So then randomly my name pops up. Right. Yeah. Well, one for two is not bad. No, but I want to play it. I just need to. It's. It can't be at night when I'm already frustrated. And it certainly cannot be with you leaning over my shoulder going, Oh, look there. Oh, go up here. Oh, this is what this bad guy's saying. He's saying, <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Not the way you want to play this game. So maybe when you're not home, I will sit with Game Facts myself and play this game. Sounds good. Okay. We but look forward to hearing you. about thank it. Thank you to Cheapy because I'm really having a lot of fun. And I really, really like the boxes. They're beautiful. I mean, they're absolutely, like, they're just a lot of fun with the Japanese. They look like kind of like little, um, I don't know, little candy boxes. Yeah, that's what I said. I told they look like I should be getting jujubes out of here. Right, or some Sour Patch Kids at the movie yeah, theater. Yeah, and it's, I like it. I like it a lot. And, I mean, I'm, I really do like the imports because I think it's fun. And, you know, I collect books, too. And, you know, I always like the, uh. The import books that are in different languages and stuff, so. Mm -hmm. Well, should we move on from your imports? Yeah. Yeah. But that was good. I wanted to see, that was kind of the reason I got those, was just to see what your reaction to the import games were. And they look fun. They got fun-looking characters on them. They do. They look like a lot of fun. All right. Well. I'm sure they play like a lot of fun, too. The only other thing that I bought this week is we went to GameStop and picked up, uh, Dragon Quest Rocket Slime. Yes, that was like the GameStop visit from you know where. Thank goodness. We waited like an hour and a half because the people at GameStop didn't know what they were doing. And then there's this poor little kid, and of course he bought a 360, and of course it's red ringing, and instead of calling Microsoft up, because he doesn't know that there's now a three-year warranty, he's taking it back and cashing in his GameStop warranty. And the girl behind the counter doesn't even know that she needs to let him keep his hard drive, otherwise she's taking all of his Xbox Live Arcade stuff away. And then they're asking, and they're like asking each other, what do we do? I don't know. And then finally you step in and it's like, just let him keep his hard drive. They just look so confused. And then there's the other guy that just doesn't know how to even do trade-in credit. And it was like, oh, They were having a rough time with it. Like four hours later, all we want to do is buy this $20 Dragon Quest Rocket Slime game, which we had a $5 coupon, so that made it 15 And thankfully, they knew how to take a coupon. 
Yes, I was getting a little worried after the about a half hour standing in line. Like, we're thinking, crap, it's a printed out coupon too. Are they gonna like? Are they gonna take this? And heavens forbids, what if you can't scan it? Like you know, and when your printer doesn't print out perfectly, and you can't. Ugh. But we got the game, and it. <laughs> You're not too happy about this GameStop employees. I just don't like waiting when people don't know what they're supposed to be doing. Okay. I mean, and I work retail, or I have worked retail, and I'm in the customer service business, and I understand. But it just took so long. Yes, it did. But I don't know. I didn't have any run-ins other than that this week. I couldn't get too upset at any retailers. But I didn't go shopping much, so that might be the reason. It's because you spent all your money for the next month. and On your anniversary present. It is not my anniversary present. No. Think of all those Blu-ray movies you can watch. No. <laughs> no. We'll see. <laughs> no, we will not see. <laughs> That's not your anniversary present. Okay. You did also play Rainbow Six Vegas. Right, I haven't gotten around to playing Dragon Quest yet. That'll probably be after I finish up Chocobo Tales. But, yeah, uh, I'm a little Dragon Quest uh... I'm on an RPG, RPG kick like, right now. Um, what'd you call it? Fan service? Yeah, fan service games. <laughs> You're playing all the little side games. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but, yeah, I played some Rainbow Six Vegas with uh, some people from CAG. They're doing... It's Tuesday night. Uh, Thursday nights. Oh. Chrome yeah, Hounds okay. is Tuesday nights, which I haven't played that in a long time. Yeah. Uh, You're not very good at Rainbow Six Vegas. Well, yes, you, you pointed that out to me while you were sitting next to me on the couch <laughs> telling me what to do. You're not very good. I was I was doing decent. I was middle of the pack. Yeah, but when you... Okay, I, here's what I don't understand. And most people don't realize that when it comes to being observant about whatever game environment you're in, that you stink at that. Like, I remember playing, like, Zelda 64 and having to go, don't you think you should pick that thing up on the floor? What thing? That thing right there? Oh, I've been wandering around looking for that. Or like cracks in the walls. You just don't ever notice things that are different. No, I don't. At all. And so you're walking around on Rainbow Six Vegas and there's obviously gunfire. <laughs> and you like, you can't seem to, <laughs> you can't ever figure out where it's coming from. And it'll be like, I'll be sitting there watching and like, okay. Yeah, no, somebody's coming up right behind you. Okay, oh, bang, you're dead. Oh, look at that. It just amazes me. Or, like, you'll walk into a room, and there's, you know, a way in and a way out, and you choose to stand, like, with your back to the door, watching the door that comes from, like, the coat closet. I mean, I'm fairly positive that no one's going to be coming in that way. But you don't, it, oh, you just frustrate me. I'm I was doing okay. these games too, but we'll get you on there sometime on Rainbow Six. Yeah, I just, I held my own at Goldeneye in the day back in the day. Yeah, that's about as good. It as might be were. time to upgrade from Goldeneye. I'm a little nervous, but uh, yeah, it was fun. We, Wombat was in there, and Lincoln Prime, and Lord Wow. There were a lot of people with a lot more little uh, stripies than you. Yeah, Wombat and I were the only two privates. I think there was one other private. We all got thrown on the same team. Yeah, it wasn't good. So it was just, we were trying to set a bomb or something. I don't know what, there was a bomb in a room that we were trying to get to. And it was pretty much just the four of us just walking kept on walking into that room randomly. No teamwork whatsoever. 
and then just getting shot over and over again for 15 minutes. But it was fun. It was entertaining. Uh, okay. On the new releases? Yeah, which aren't going to be that much entertaining. Uh, we'll, we'll make them fun. All right. Okay, because we have, what, eight? Eight new releases? Something along those lines. And, and 50% of them are sports games. Yes, it's going to be that time of year. Yeah. I'm a big sports fan, but... Eh. All right, first game you have? Uh, yes, that would be All Pro Football 2K8. Uh, this is uh, 2K's first game since ESPN 2K5. So it's been three years. How, why, why the break? Because EA bought the NFL license. Uh, oh, that's right. So they so, can't make NFL games. Or NCAA games. Which leaves arena uh, football? No, no. EA bought that one too. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, I believe Canadian football is available well, NFL, if that's still around. NFL I'm not sure. Europe went out of business this year. Well, that's still under NFL though. So, yeah, you have to pretty much make up your own Players. league like Blitz did. Okay. Um, okay. And so who's in this game? This, right? well, as the title suggests. All pro. All pro. So it's made up teams, but it's all retired players. So they can use those players. Yes, if they have to get, they have to go out and get these players individually. Okay, but that so, still could be fun if you get good players. Yes, uh, which they did. Uh, like for the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks they stacked it up pretty good on. It looks like they spent their majority of their money and their time going after quarterbacks. So they have. Well, you don't really want you know like a hundred good retired offensive tacklers. I don't know that that's going to sell. Tackles. <laughs> what did I say? Tacklers. Well, they do they tackle, so they are tacklers. They block. Whatever. <laughs> You're a big football fan. I am a big football fan. You just don't fan. know the, all the terms quite right, right. right. Okay, but so they have like John Elway and Joe Montana and Johnny Unitas, Steve Young, um, Troy Aikman, pretty much all... Top tier quarterbacks. And your favorite? My favorite. Yeah. Who's you my brought favorite? him in. Who's that? No, no, that's from the next line. Oh. No, that and then that's on the running back line. Okay. Uh, so Barry Sanders is there for yeah. running backs. OJ Simpson, Walter Payton. Uh, I know Walter Payton. You do. You're a big Bears fan. I know. Uh, and they've included Icky Woods. Why? Well, this Can you game. Do the icky shuffle. Yes. Okay, that's that, why. That is the reason he's in this game. Okay. Because he's not what I could would consider all pro. Maybe for a year or two he was. He's not so much known for his football prowess. As he was, but he only played three years. His icky shuffle. Right, and the NFL is not allowed to do the celebrations anymore. But since they're not with the NFL, they, they can, can bring back all the celebrations. So icky's simply there for the shuffle. Great. <laughs> yes. Uh. And for receivers, they've got good receivers, uh, Jerry Rice, Willie Galt. Uh, but then they're missing a lot of players. That's the problem with doing this is that when you start looking through the list, you want there to be more. Yeah. Like, they have players that, like, they don't have Bo Jackson, which is the clear yeah. one that everybody wants to he play with Bo. your true favorite. Yes, that's – I collected Bo Jackson cards and – Starting lineup figures and everything back in the day. He was my favorite athlete. I know. But, so they don't have Bo. They don't have Franco Harris. They don't have Tim Brown. They don't have Deion Sanders. Uh, 
they don't have any of the recent retirees like Bettis or Eddie George or any of those guys. Um, they don't even have like Boomer Esiason, which I think some of these guys is because they're used to making this money on the broadcast, so yeah. it's harder to get them. But some of the broadcast guys are there, some of them aren't. But then they have they have some weird choices, like Andre Ware is one of the quarterbacks. This guy was a Heisman Trophy winner. Like I know that you never heard of him. Right. He couldn't beat out Rodney Pete, who isn't in this game, for a starting position with the Detroit Lions. But he, somehow he's in this game, and he he was horrible. And then they have Neil O'Donnell on here, which he's adequate, but yeah, <laughs> he's just a journeyman quarterback. But the the reason they have some of those guys in there is because the way the teams work mm-hmm. is they've tiered off the the players into like A, B, and C. So okay. you get to pick like an A player, and then a B player and C player. There's certain amounts of each you can pick for your okay. team. So that way, you're guaranteed a. That way, if you pick Joe Montana for your quarterback, you're getting Icky Woods as your running back. Okay. So it kind of evens out the teams. That makes sense. Yeah, and if this like, I'm not the kind of person that buys a football game every year. No, you're not. Uh, but this one, I always like the 2K series better than the EA games. So this would be the football game that I would get this year, if it weren't sixty dollars. Yeah, I mean, sixty dollars is a lot of money for. It really seems like it should be coming in at forty or fifty at the most, especially when Two K Five came out for twenty dollars back in the day. Back in the day, yeah, that's that's a lot of money. But it looks like it compares well with Madden. The graphics probably aren't quite to the level Madden is, but I think the animations are better. Like I'm amazed, like watching the videos, and you can see. When the receivers make their cuts or the running backs make their cuts, it mm. really looks so when like they're the digging into Madden the ground and everything. Madden comes out in about a month. But yeah. so they're trying to beat the Madden out to the market here. I don't know how well that's gonna work. It could do okay. Hopefully it'll sell well because then I think if they can come out with these every year, more players will be on there. So then we can get the Bo Jackson. Rather than or maybe they can add him later. We'll have like a $15 Bo Jackson download. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, because it seems like the, the problem you run into doing it like that is that you've got people that are going to want players from like their local teams. Like you've talked about a lot of Bengals players here. Right. Well, that's because we're in Cincinnati. Right. But I don't know that somebody from New England really cares about any of these Bengals players. And so then you're going to run into like, well, they, Regional, I mean, they would they would care about if he was because he's got the the shuffle. I don't Boomer's know. Boomer's a national, a national nationally known quarterback. Yes, I don't remember any other Bengals players I mentioned. I don't remember. But if a nationally known, mm-hmm. like okay, let's just say that this were five years from now and Tom Brady has retired. You would not be paying $15 to download Tom Brady. Oh, I'm not talking about paying $15 to download Boomer Sison. I'm talking about $15 to download Bo Jackson. Okay. Bo Jackson is the guy that should be on the cover of this game. I'll agree with you there. But there's just too many. I mean, there's just, whenever you have this, there's just too many people that aren't going to like. I mean, seriously, you would probably pay someone $5 to not download any Steelers. Because you hate the Steelers because you're a Bengals But I still fan. like to play, then, I would still like to play with like Franco Harris. The, I don't know. 
I think this is going to be hard for this game. It's going to be rough. I'm predicting rough waters ahead for this game. Okay. Well, right. moving on. Yes, we've talked about that long enough. Um, now, my sports game. Okay. Which I demoed at our local brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Yes, we made a little trip out to Best Buy. We did. Not solely to play the demo of Hot Shots Tennis. But that was, you know, a plus. Right. And it was a plus pretty much until I started playing it, and then I realized that it's either it's really hard or I suck. I was having trouble with it, I cannot too. get... It, I, the, the shoot, like, the... Selecting your shots and where you want your shots to land, all that makes sense. It just seemed like I couldn't get my characters to run fast enough. I, yeah. It's really just pretty much the analog stick... So I'm not sure what I could be doing differently to make them get there, but it seemed like I just couldn't get them to get there. And I couldn't get them to dive. Or I mean, it was just like, and it was frustrating. Yeah, and of course this is from the same people who do the Hot Shots golf games. So you've got really fun characters, and you've got like Yeah, they're the cartoon. It's a casual. It's not, it's a very casual sports yeah, game. I just it's didn't, not hardcore. It just didn't have the feeling that I get from the golf games. I don't know if I need a tennis game like this. Like, Mario Tennis, sure. Right, I mean... But that's even a little bit more wacky than this is. Yeah, it just... I don't know. I wasn't all that impressed. No, the graphics weren't all that great either. This is for the PS2. Yeah, but we were also playing it on a console at Best Buy. Right, but they still didn't... They still looked pretty... Pretty poor even by PS2 standards. Not poor, but run-of-the-mill for PS2 standards. I, I... Yeah... I didn't. I just got frustrated in the gameplay. I didn't. I uh, to be honest, I didn't notice that the graphics were. I mean, it, it didn't stand out to me as being subpar or anything like that. I mean, it's cartoonish, so that that you always have the bonus of being able to make things pretty colors and it doesn't have right. life. It, it does have then. that for it. But um, I don't know. It, it I it just. And it had the same type of stuff. Like when you hit a good shot, it would come up with the the music note. Um, like it doesn't. Yeah, but I never hit any good shots, and therein lies the problem. I hit a couple. I was thinking it was, I was having problems with it because I was used to playing virtual tennis and topspin. Yeah, but then I so I handed off the controller to you, and you were having the same issues with it. Um, so I don't I, know. Thirty dollars seems like ten dollars too much. I don't know. If you're really gonna want to get this game, you should play the demo at Best Buy first. Or yeah, or anywhere, but. Oh, is it more than one? I don't know. I, I know Best Buys around here have had the, the demo out there. Well, just find the demo at a brick and mortar and, and play it just to make sure that you like the gameplay because, yeah. I wasn't I mean, impressed with it. Me neither. And, and we both really like the Hot Shots golf games. So. Right. Right. So now the next Next sports game? game? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is NCAA Football 08. So is this by EA as well? This is EA. Or this is EA. Yeah, the last one was from 2K. Right, um, because they don't, EA owns everything now. Okay. Right, all the football licenses. Yeah. Um, so this is this year's college football game. Um, I played the demo on the 360, and it, I didn't notice that much different from last year in the gameplay-wise. The graphics, they look okay still. Like, the players look good, but, like, the stands and everything don't look that detailed to me. Hmm. Which I can kind of understand because they have so many stadiums to do in a college game. Oh, we could play it at my alma mater. We could. I'm sure Ohio State's in that game. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be 
be fun because then I could be like, oh, that's where I sat, and oh, I remember that, and yeah. Yes. We had football tickets. Right, we had Ohio State football tickets, but yeah. And but we're we're not big college football fans to begin with. No, but I, I was once I got there, and it was fun. Right, but we prefer pro football to to college football. Um, you're shrugging your shoulders. <laughs> you don't now. I, I I do. Maybe I shouldn't speak for the both of us. I appreciated going to a big school that had a big football program. It it made for a lot more fun. So I, I yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But uh, so I've never really big big on the college football games. No, you haven't. Um, I can play them. Uh, my friend Kamish buys them every year, so he got this one today, and it's got a lot more of the features you expected to be in. Like, they've been leaving a lot of features out of the next-gen versions of these games. But this one has the recruitment system, which you have to go and, like, pick out your players that you want to recruit. And it matters whether they want to go to, like, a high academic school or whether they're looking to to play right away. Okay. And then you have to, like... Do you get, like, penalties for giving them money against... I don't think they would do that in the game. Because that would be kind of funny. But you do have to, like, keep their grade... Like, make sure their grade point averages stay up and stuff. By doing what? Like, I don't know. I don't quite understand them? that. I don't get that. Maybe you have to like set study hall hours or something. I don't get it. Huh. I don't know. That's that part of the NCAA aspect. game. Yeah, but I don't like that. Like, I just want to play football. I don't. I don't you need all that stuff. Which you can you still just play football. But there's a big man on campus uh, mode, which like in Madden last year, you can you can just play as one player, concentrate as that and player. Try Further and, your career or further your... Right. You you can start in, in high school, in the high school playoffs, and try to get recruited by the best school that you can. Huh. And then, well, that's kind of fun. And then you like you only play, I think, on the plays that you're in the game. Well, that's fun. Uh, and then there's also this motivation kind of gameplay to it now, where yeah. you have a leadership role in the field, and the better you play, the more motivated the players are around you, or something like that. Uh I'm not That's entirely different. sure how it works. So how did Commission like it? Uh, he's only messed around with the menus and stuff so far. He hasn't actually played. He played the demo. But uh, the gameplay itself, it like I said, it seems pretty similar to last year's. I know the 360 version is running at 60 frames per second. Per second uh, and the PS3 version is running at 30 frames per second. That's a difference. Yeah, it's a big difference in animation uh, that you'll see on the screen. Hmm. Um, but this is also coming out for the PS2 and the original Xbox. Um, and Wait, they are still making games for the original Xbox? There's a few left. There's, there's NCAA football and there's Madden, and there might be one or two other sports games still coming from EA. Huh. But that's pretty much it. I and thought the, those were done. The faucet's turned off after that. Um, but, so there's... I mean, the Xbox 360 is already out there and dying. It's not dying. Red ringing. Oh, red ringing. Yeah, we gotta be quiet about that. Cheapy said today on the on the CADcast, on this last CADcast, that I was one of the few people he knew that still had a launch Xbox that was running. So, well, it seems that this week's th- is our TV that's dying. Yeah. It's either our TV or our system selector. We gotta work on that. But... Anyways, back to NCAA football. I, yeah, see, I'm getting really distracted by all these. Well, we're, we're going to finish it up here. Okay, sports game. So, 
$10 gift card at Circuit City. Yes, that's all there is. There's there's a $10 gift card at Circuit City if you buy this game this week. Okay. Now you like this next game, Parappa the Rapper. Yes. You this, like these timed... The rhythm, rhythm music games. Rhythm games, yeah. Yeah, this was one of the first ones. Uh, I got this when I got my PlayStation 1 uh, originally. I don't yeah, know what I year remember. that was. Like 97, 98. That's when I got it. PS1? Well, we were dating, so... Yeah. Um, and so, if you're not familiar with this game, you're a dog that raps. Right. And you have to follow the commands. Like a beagle-looking thing. Right. Yeah. It's all car- cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, they've had... There's Parappa, the rapper. They've had a sequel, and there, there was a... Uh, like a offspring game. So now was, you could play this on the PSP. Right. Which is kind of... Kind of nice, but kind of disappointing, too, because they're trying to charge $30 for it, when this could very well come to PlayStation Network, where you could download right. it for $6 and play it on both your PS3 and your PSP. It seems like that'd be a better fit. Yeah, a much better. Or if you're going to put it out on a disc like this, put Parappa the Rapper, Parappa the Rapper 2, and Um Jammer Lammy all on one desk and make it like the Parappa the Rapper collection. Yeah. Um, but the only thing that they've added to this are... You can download some some remixes of the original songs. Uh, I don't know why they didn't include those on the disc, but you have to download them. Um, and as far as I can see, this is thirty dollars with no deals anywhere. But it's a fun game, but I'm not going to rebuy it. Well, yeah. That's a, that's good say. commentary right there. I don't know what to say. It's a fun game, but you're not going to buy it. So now we're moving on to. The last sports game. Yes, which... Which is another EA game. Uh, I think they also hold the uh, exclusive rights to this in the United States. And that's Rugby. Rugby 08. 08. Yes. Um, I'll be honest, I did not research this game at all because... You, I, know any, you don't know anything about Rugby. No, and I, I know the last one they came out with was Rugby 06. That's about all I know. Uh, I'm not sure how many people are really big into the Rugby games. There's got to be a market for it. Right. No, rugby's a pretty popular sport. Sure. Well, I get to talk about Tales It's $30. It is $30. $30 for the PS2. I get to talk about Tales of the World Radiant Mythology. And the thing I really liked about this is it is an RPG. Right. This is for the Tales series. Right. But this is the thing, and I know nothing about the Tales series, but this is the thing that appealed to me. You get to pick your character at the beginning. And not only do you get to pick your character, you get to customize, like, male versus female and what what your character looks like and what they wear. And then you get to choose what job they have, like, what their special skill or whatever is going to be. And based on what you pick, the side quests change. Okay. To kind of fit with what what your job is. So to me, I really like the fact that that's got replay value. Other than that, it's not. I mean, it, you know, it's it's already been out, so it's already been out. Or um, it's it's very similar to the ones that have already. Oh, been okay, out. I see. Um, I think it actually has some of the characters from yeah, the old ones in it. Yeah, it's got a lot of characters. Like that's the biggest thing is that this has got a lot of fan service. Like people that follow this franchise are gonna know like some of the little inside background on the characters and you know, where they've come from, and it, it's supposed to have a lot of backstory with regards to all the extra characters. Um, it has some... 
It has like the, the name of the battle system was really long and a little bit intimidating sounding to me. It was like letters, like the two touch something battle system something. Okay. I, so is this real time or is it turn based or do you not know that? I don't remember. Okay. That's I'm okay. Sorry. That's all right. Keep going. Uh, yeah. But anyway, it 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 looks like fun to me, and I don't know anything about this this series. But it looks like fun. We've tried to play. We tried to play the one on uh, GameCube, uh, Tales of Symphonia. I think that was. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's the thing. See, I never. Yeah, we tried yeah. playing that a little bit, and because it was, it was supposed to have co-op. But I think you had to get to a certain part in the game before you could we play co-op. We never got to that point. Yeah, and we we kind of we put it in, and then we decided to play something else. Yeah, because I was I didn't really believe you that it did have co-op. I think it's a problem. Okay. And I was sitting there for an awful long time waiting to be able to play, which is never good. All right. But that's that's it for new releases. For the retail versions. Right. Now we've got on the DL. Okay. Um, and I get to talk about Balloon Fight. All right. Which. It was a NES game. NES game. Classic NES game. Right. No, but you were telling me earlier. That oh, it, I think this was one of the launch, launch games. Title. Yeah, it was pretty early on. It started out originally as an arcade game. Okay, I can believe that. So, the situation with Balloon Fight is that you're a little guy with balloons tied to his back, and that allows you to fly. And you want to attack the other people with balloons tied to their backs to pop their balloons. To make them jump to their parachute then. And then you can pop their parachute. Or they fall to their death. Or, in some cases, a big fish jumps out of the water and eats them as they're falling. Which seems to me like that would be the best part. But, I don't know. So, it's very similar to Joust in okay. the gameplay. That sounds like it, yeah. Jumping on other people's heads. Yeah. Or balloons in this case. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't really do much for me. Well, it's five bucks. And, you know, some people might, that might be a really good nostalgic title for them. But, mm -hmm. if you only have $10 to spend this week, okay, you know what I'm getting to. I have a feeling, yes. I'm really excited about this one. Okay. What do you got? Paper Mario. Well, you skipped the one that I was going to spend $10 on. If you only have $20 to spend this week. I can't say that. Okay. So here's the dilemma. <laughs> Ship wants to spend his ten dollars on Bomberman, which is coming out for the the Wii Virtual no, the, or the, the 360. Xbox, yes. And I want to spend my ten dollars on the Wii Virtual Console, which is Paper Mario. I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna win this, other than the fact that I make more money than you do. So. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good way to solve everything. <laughs> so I, I can just. That's your. Yeah, that's going to be your your winner for all arguments now. You tried to give me a PlayStation Three for my anniversary. Shut up. <laughs> Let me buy Paper Mario and you realize you realize we have this game. I know, but it. I want to play it again. I guess I could okay. just pop it in. To... No, I mean we'd have to set up the N sixty four. Yeah, for that's that. not happening. Okay, well we can buy it again. No, but see the thing is, this was a really good game. It was the first new Mario game since. Mario RPG, and it was the first Paper Mario game, mm -hmm. obviously just being titled Paper Mario, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We played this uh, it's, back when you were in college. It's RPG turn-based, and 
it's got great worlds and it had great new characters and it was really fun with you know the special the paper abilities and i we just got finished playing super, super paper, paper mario, mario which we weren't thrilled about no, it's the weakest of the Paper Mario And games. looking back, I, you kind of remember why, because this game was really good. And if you did not play Paper Mario the first time through, this is definitely, definitely worth $10. It's a lot of fun. I'll agree with that. It's worth $10. We can buy it. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Is that going to be my anniversary present? <laughs> Could be. I don't know if that qualifies. It's No, on... Paper is like the second anniversary. Oh, but the contemporary one is electronic appliance for the fourth. Will you let it go? <laughs> All right. Well, the ten dollars I'll be spending. We'll go toward. We'll Bomberman. go towards Bomberman on the three hundred and sixty. Now, are there going to be achievements? Oh, there's going to be achievements. Sure. There but there's going to be eight player multiplayer. Oh, that'll be which fun. Which is what's fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and this is uh, not the crappy uh, looking Metroid Bomberman guy. The, no, this is the little cartoon Bomberman. Yeah, this is this is the little guy, the, the little, classic Bomberman. Yeah. Um, With the face looks, shield and the eyes. And yeah. yeah, it looks like uh, the Saturn version or the Super Nintendo version. It's got that kind of look to it. Sweet. Um, yeah, you like these games. I, I liked Bomberman, yeah. So, I mean, this looks like a must-buy. Cheapy uh, played it at E3. He talked a little bit, bit about it. And I believe his quote was, it's good, was what he said. So uh, I think there's going to be a lot of CAGs playing this this week. So maybe we're going to have to like install a Bomberman night. I'm sure there will be a Bomberman night at some point. This would be fun. Yeah. I, Chibi actually said that this looks like it's going to be the best Xbox Live Arcade game so far. So. Period? The best yeah. ever? Yeah. Because he played Uno? <laughs> <laughs> he played a lot of Uno, yes. But this one... <laughs> That that's a little bit different. But isn't isn't Jenga coming out? That's for the Wii. <laughs> Which just amazes me. But anyway, okay. But anyway, yeah. Um, so that was yeah. good. And then there's one on here that I didn't know you were covering. That's called Silent Debuggers. Yeah, Silent Debuggers for the. Uh, this is another virtual console game that was a TurboGrafx-16 game, and this was a first-person shooter back in the 16-bit era. Which did not work too well. Like it's one of those things. Are they debugging like electronic? It has something buggy? like that. It's like a sci-fi theme to it. Because it so just they have to get really to silly. They have to like get to a computer at the end of each level and debug it or something. Um, but it's the old Scott. Like when they used to do these first-person shooters around that era. Yeah. It was all like. It was all like in four directions that you could move. Yeah. So you'd move a step forward, and then. Move another step forward, or you you would turn your character to the right, and you then could, you could like, move in that way. Turn diagonally. Yeah, and it right. wasn't like a fluid motion type of thing. Right, that's annoying. So, yeah, I I don't know what to say about this game. I okay. don't think. Uh, well, nothing. That sounds good. If you good. can't say anything nice, then you shouldn't say anything at all. So we're going to I just don't know move about on. That. You don't want to be talking about this next one either. Then. <laughs> we're going to talk about. Seriously, is this the title or is there a typo on here? No, that's how you spell it. Ye are Kung Fu? Yes, I'll go with that pronunciation too. Like, what is Y-I-E space A-R? It's Chinese. I'm not sure what... I mean, all right. I'm not sure what it means. $5 on the... On the 360. 360? Yeah. And where did this game come from? This is an old Konami game that was... Originally released on... It was on the arcade, in the arcades. Okay. 
Uh, it was a 2D fighter. So, but this predates... There are a lot of 2D fighters that pop into my head that are more well-known than this one. Well, this predates a lot of them. This is 1985. So, the Street Fighters didn't come until, well, I don't know, early 90s, I believe. Maybe late 80s. Uh, but... This one, yeah, I don't know. Are you going to get this one for no, the achievements? No, it's bad. Okay. It's, you're two little guy, or you're one little guy, and you're fighting against uh, different characters. And I think it's basically the same five characters. You just keep on cycling through, except they get new weapons each time. Okay. But it's just not, you don't have that many moves. It's just well, not it's that Well, it's an early, exciting. early... 2D fighter. What do you expect? Yeah, for nostalgia, I guess if you played this game... I never played this game back then. Okay, well, if you played this game, then you'll know about it. And you should buy it for $5 on the 360. Sure. And that wraps it up. Yeah, I think that does. So there's kind of very sporadic games. Football games and rugby games. and Tennis games. Tennis games. A lot of sports games this week. Yeah. Nothing too... I don't think I'm going to get anything this week besides the the uh, downloadable games that we talked about. Right. And that Tales might... of the World looks good, but for $40, I think I can wait for it to be 20 Right, because it'll probably fall being a PSP game. Eventually, yes. Yeah. But... And I'm still playing. I've still got other stuff that I'm playing on the PSP, so. Um... Well, as always, uh, if you'd like, dig us. I yeah. saw Cheapy uh, said that we moved up to the second page on uh, the video game podcast. Which is good. I just feel like when it gets really boring, there's just a lot of pressure to make the game sound really good and happy and keep everyone entertained. But that's really hard when Rugby 08 is coming out. It's really not. We're just going to give our honest opinions on the stuff. There's no make people think it's good. Well, no. It's I our mean, impressions on them. Well, sometimes. Just railing on these games is more entertaining. It's entertaining. Okay, yes. well, we've done a good job at that. So, and also, leave us iTunes reviews, because we only have a couple. And we I think we're getting close to 15. Those. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. And definitely always check our written reviews out, or previews out, at CheapAssGamer.com. Yes, on the front page, or in the uh, General Gaming and Industry News Forum. We're sticky at the top. And that's it. We'll see you guys next week.